Welcome to Finding Monster Right, the show about finding monsters, right? Hello, that's Roy. I'm Allie. Who's this? My name's Adam, tippity-tip. Oi, Gov. I, I'm sorry, I, I actually uh, swore an oath to Chucky 3. I'm now an oath of the Crown Paladin, and I cannot do my British accent anymore. Pip of the wind. Tip of the wind? <laughs> I, 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 listen, I... I listened back to that D&D episode that we did, and... Oof. <laughs> Oof. I can't. Uh, I have to stop. <laughs> your Britishness is more of just an ish. Yeah, it's it's Brit-ish. Now. Anyway, yeah, so... so you've read the title of this episode. But Yeah, we're we're talking about uh about Jack. Well not again, right? Maybe Hmm. We'll have to get into that. But probably not yeah. the same Jack. Let me set the scene. Picture yourself on a street, London, England, with steampunk streetlights and smog-laden skies. Somebody stabs you, you bleed out quite slowly. A man with a handful of knives. Blue and white fire with glowing red eyes. Top hat up there on his head. Look at the tallest building across the street, there he jumps. Jack in the hills with springs. Jack in the hills with springs. Jack in the hills with springs. Ah. Can Spring Hill Jack become the fifth beetle? <laughs> that's that's the question that we're addressing. Very very good, good good rendition. I'll re-record it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we are. I guess we'll get into the history of Springhill Jack, and then we'll talk about no, you know the no, <laughs> no. This is new Finding Monster Right. This is Finding Monster Right Nuevo. This the new chapter. Okay, the Neo <laughs> Right. No more. No more. Uh, the, Are we going? First of all, I just want to say, Neo writes a bad name. We cannot go by that. That feels like a bad call. Yeah, we cannot yeah. do another episode where we spend fifty-five minutes talking about every movie or every fucking thing that the monster's been in, and then an hour into our episode, we go over the premise. We're doing it live. We're gonna <laughs> okay. flip the. No, it's a new chapter. We're gonna flip the script, home skillet. <laughs> But but what if uh, what if various listeners aren't familiar with Jack? Then then flip the script, new chapter. Well, I, I I'm I'm fine getting right into the premise. You know, I I I think we need to mention that the, the urban legend from 1800s London about a guy that could you jump real high. You sneaky bitch! All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing the history of the thing. No. <laughs> My power is leaving me. Uh, it's not a major monster. We can we can we can recap this in in ten minutes top. I promise. No, it's always ten minutes tops. It's like that fucking Rick and Morty meme. Uh, it's it's becoming finding monster right the old chapter again. 
Uh, so I'm melting. What a world. What a world. Alright, I think she's gone. Yeah, the... <laughs> oh, that, that was someone new. <laughs> no, hang on. We gotta cut down on our rogues gallery. <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta keep the characters uh loose. Oh wait, actually it's 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 finding monster right the old chapter, so I guess we gotta keep the old the rogues gallery yeah. <laughs> where it's like, oh hello, it's me, Bigfoot. I'm psychic and I can talk to Robert W. Morgan. I'm drinking yeah, mouse water. To... It's a dead mouse that I put in water instead of tea. Yeah, yeah we, we have to. We have to. It's a reboot, so we have to bring them back, and now they're all edgy and different. Oh yeah, no, we're just doing. <laughs> it's just Ultimate Marvel. <laughs> yeah, they're all covered in chains, and, <laughs> and they have powers like uh, jumping ten feet to the air. Punished Colonel Colonial. <laughs> Like the alternate skin in fucking Soul Calibur for Colonel Colonialism with the chains. Yeah, no. I... Uh, Christianity is like a paladin now. That's pretty dope. Like, That's pretty it, dope. It, it's bad. They take it back to like his roots. But as in Soul Calibur tradition, you can uh, beat him up enough times until he's in his underwear. Whoa, this is a sin. <laughs> Stop okay. playing the game. Uh- and 1837 London's where we set our scene. Mm-hmm. When a, uh, what was it, a, a servant woman uh, by the name Mary Stevens uh, was walking back home after visiting her parents, mm-hmm. and a stranger leapt out at her, uh, grabbed her, kissed her face. Uh, he had cold, clammy hands as those of a corpse, uh, and his, his fingers were like claws. Uh, he, he, he scared her greatly and, and, and hopped away. And, and clearing an enormous wall, uh, and many accounts after that have reported a a vigilante of sorts, a devilish aristocrat, that uh, the the Times eventually started calling Springheeled Jack. Mm. Uh, that is a a horrible story, and not in a spooky ghost way. No, no. There's a. Uh, it comes from a, a history of uh, back back in the day when. Ladies were out and about, and no one believed them when they had things to say. Or a real misogyny era. Adam, you're describing the modern day. It wasn't until the... the Remember when I was a wizard earlier? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just remember the wizard times, people. (laughs) We're getting through this. We're getting through. The first couple cases are a little rough. Yes, they are. Are are there others that you want to, to bring attention to? Um, well, I mean, let's talk about spring Jack's capabilities here. Yeah, that, that's great. What, what does his powers consist of? Springing. A lot of springing. Yes. He's, like, appears to be kind of like a Freddy Krueger sort of character in that he's kind of a person a bit. Mm-hmm. Where he just has, like, special boots that help him jump really high. I don't know if that's, like, is that, like, something that, like... They assumed that he had spring in his heels, or is it just like he can jump really high? I believe it's the the spring in his heels, uh, but, uh, because of the landing. Uh, hmm. There's been like you know, I don't know studies since th- this, like falling the ten feet or wherever back down directly on feet. Like human ankles can't do it, hmm. so th- they assume that some kind of footwear that enabled this ability. Or something supernatural, but we'll get into that. Yes, he also had glowing red eyes, claw fingers, and the ability to produce, like, through some kind of chemical means, 
a quantity of blue and white flame. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, it was a, a particular occasion on, in 1838. Uh, Jane Alsop was her name. <laughs> uh, uh, the door of her father's house was opened up and there was a police officer there, or a man claiming to be a police officer, who said, Hey, we caught spring Jack. Uh, do you have a candle so I can, like, see what's going on here? Uh, she brought him a candle and he, uh, <laughs> went, <laughs> And yes, a, a moat of blue fire emerged and a terrible burning occurred. Without saying a word, he caught a hold of her and began tearing her gown with his claws, which he claimed were of some metallic substance. She screamed for help and managed to get away from him and ran towards the house. He caught her in the steps and tore her neck and arms with his claws. She was rescued by one of her sisters, after which her assailant fled. Mm-hmm. Bad times, bad times, bad times ahead. Bad times. So, uh, one... Fire breath. Fire breath is one thing. Uh, one of mm-hmm. the people who was accused of being spring Jack, potentially, was the, uh, the Marquis of waterford yeah based on one sighting where they saw a family crest with a w on it uh this guy was insane just in general <laughs> he was like, yeah he he was a robber rouser just like you know to begin with like he'd already gone to court and had a bunch of uh like you know crimes committed in the, in town and I, uh, some sources believe that he suddenly became like a scape uh he became a very obvious scapegoat for spring jack yeah. So whenever there's anything uh, going awry in town, they'd be like, oh, that damn marquee yeah. bouncing around. Eventually, Penny Dreadfuls of the era kind of recast uh, spring Jack as more of a, like, uh, as like a champion for lower class people who are wronged in certain ways and stuff, which itself is a precursor to things like Zorro and Batman. Yeah. Which the Wikipedia pictures strongly resemble batman here oh yeah yeah i I, i've seen that that image in like you know things that inspired batman you know like documentaries and stuff yeah this was a real urban legend that uh kind of inspired a fucked up batman who's also a little jokery he's a little jokery he's a little scarecrowy too Mm. he's got all like the like all the pieces of those batman tales came (laughs) seem to come from this uh this figure the glowing red eyes are like mr freeze Ooh, yeah. I, in some some accounts, he had like a mask on to further hide himself. Yeah, and he's got a big old I don't know bane claws. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just like Killer Croc, <laughs> he is. Yes. Good. I'm glad we had this talk. I'm I'm sure there's some I'm sure there's some Batman villain that like actually like has springs in their feet and and we're just being. St- it's like a really obvious one i'm sure there is but also like i'm sure that's not a major one no fair enough yeah uh but yeah uh, so he would uh he traveled around uh london for a time and his last known sighting uh was in the leaving the london region and going to liverpool liverpool now, I will point out that uh, this story was kind of overshadowed in the public imagination by Jack the Ripper, uh, a very real murderer. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure, like, I've read, this is a half-remembered thing, but I guarantee there's some, like, Monster Quest episode where it's, like, Spring-Heeled Jack, thought by some theoretical researchers to be a pterosaur that survived the modern day. Like, it, <laughs> it's either this, like, rich guy or a pterodactyl, <laughs> but it's gotta be one of the two. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, it's funny because there's always uh, there's a lot of supernatural uh, positions of what uh, 
uh, what Spring Hill Jack may be. Some people consider him to be an extraterrestrial creature. Like, oh yeah, like, you know, how we go to the moon and we jump real high? Yeah, what if something from the moon came here? Would they jump high? <laughs> I love that. I was literally reading the Wikipedia article for Spring Hill Jack, and I was like, wonder what fucking Lauren Coleman thinks about Spring Hill Jack. And, like, there's <laughs> oh, yeah? literally under paranormal conjectures, there's a paragraph... Fortean authors, particularly Lauren Coleman and Jerome Clark, list spring Jack in a category <laughs> named Phantom Attackers, with the other well-known example being the Mad Gasser of Mattoon. Which... <laughs> Mad Gasser is pretty, is pretty amazing. Mad Gasser, that is a name that does not sound threatening. Then again, I suppose spring doesn't either. No, no, if you... Uh, no, that, that's a shitty uh, Batman villain, the Mad Gasser. Hmm. You're too late, Batman, I put springs in my boots, I can Mad Gas all over the place. And you'll never catch me. Oh no, not the mad guess. It's like it's like Scarecrow, but everyone everyone's just angry. They're just angry <laughs> with each other and me. I didn't do it, guys. Robin jumps in and is just like, gee willikers, Batman, imagine if all the people weren't mean at each other instead of are? Yes. <laughs> I, I do think of all the people. Yeah. So let, um, I don't know enough of the words to imagine. I'm sorry, gang. I'm, I, sorry. I've failed in my boomer duties. I have failed in my duties to emulate the boomer people uh, and their way of life and their culture. The Beatles. So uh, to uh, to su- to summarize, the last uh, spotting uh, by many accounts of Springfield mm-hmm. Jack was in uh, 1904, Liverpool, where he was up on the rooftop. Click. At St. Francis Xavier's church. And wouldn't you know it, uh, only, what, 59 years later <laughs> in Liverpool released uh, an, a, a little a little band, released an album called Please Please Me. Uh, and that little band, you all know, is the Quarrymen. Yeah, that little band, as you all know, was led by George R.R. R. Martin. Yeah, he is the original nerd, after all. Right. So, uh, uh, yeah, so, no, no, uh, well, I, I it's the, it's, it's, it's the Beatles, of course. All four of them. All four of them. I think at that time it was five and two of them were different, but when they first got started in their career. When they were the Quarrymen, yeah, but once they were the Beatles, it was uh, pretty much the Fab Four uh, from there yeah, on we out. Got, we got the, the final four. Yep, we got, we got, uh, we got, um, John Lennon, Villanova, The Human Torch, and scary spice earth (laughs) (laughs) and also george r R. martin uh who was the beatles primary producer uh is sometimes called the fifth beetle the fifth beetle is a title that gets uh, thrown around a lot to different uh major contributors to the beatles and why can't springheel jack who is most recently seen in liverpool why can't he be the fifth beetle Right. Uh, I think, uh, Call the time. What time is it? Uh, uh, 16 minutes! Well, yeah, we, we did great, right? We did it, baby. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, insert sound of, insert sound of, uh, of clinking glasses here. Alright, let's, uh, uh, let's get right into it. Uh, now, I know what you're thinking, is that, uh, Spring Hill Jack could not possibly live an additional 59 years. Uh, but he, uh, reports of him from were from the early 1800s all the way through the 1900s. So uh, who who's to say how long Springhill Jack might be springing around? 
Yep, and if he's from space, then, like, it could be anything. Maybe he's a ghost. Uh, he, he clearly does not suffer from arthritis. Or some any kind of other, like, kind of bending issues. Maybe he's some kind of Freddy Krueger. Uh, yeah, a spirit that might, uh, that, that once upon a time got his feet caught in, like, springs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He uh, fell Matt, into a spring Matt factory and was forced to hunt. <laughs> no, he was doing construction and he fell into a mattress factory, but it, it wasn't like in the movies. Like, yes. his feet got, got impaled by springs. <laughs> this has to be true. It's too good. It has to be true. So I, I think that, uh, yeah, like I said, George Martin, George Martin is the, the most popular, uh, like, you know, fifth beetle that they're called for. Mm-hmm. I I think that we if we want to uh, have Springhill Jack claim that title, he has to be more influential to the Beatles than George Martin. Mm. Okay, I figured he was just joining the band itself. Mm, okay, so uh, at what point of their career do you think he would uh, he would step into play? I feel like uh, I feel like you got to start at the very beginning. Okay, it's a very good place to start after all. I got to work on this impression. I got to work on this impression. Let's roll back the I clock. To... Why don't we? No, that's that, that's that's too Dracula. Good no, God! Honestly, keep doing it. It makes mine sound better. <laughs> oh yeah, sure thing. Okay, good. That's my job. Aw. Well, now I feel bad. I'm gonna make yours sound better. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, what's it, uh, John Lennon first started, uh, first started jamming with Paul McCartney mm-hmm. when they were just teens back at a Quarry Bank High School in Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, this is a real, uh, you know, I'm surprised that they don't do more, like, bits about this. And, like, you know, this is, we don't have a, a Beatles, like, animated series about their, them in high school together. They should, yeah. Yeah, I, actually, I, I proposed that to, uh, it was a Big Orange Couch. <laughs> the uh, 90s Nickelodeon podcast. Uh, the the there's a ripoff band of the the Beatles called the Beats in in Doug Cannon, mm. and I said that that'd be an amazing spinoff is seeing the Beats uh, growing up and and learn how to how to jam. Mm. Uh, but to to that point, yeah, here. Uh, so do you think that's <laughs> oh Springfield Jack certainly is an an elder figure, and he's shady, works in the dark. I don't know if he'd attend their their alma mater. Um. I feel like he wouldn't not. Like, maybe he's looking there for people to slash. Okay. Well, he's been quiet for about 60 years. What's he been up to in the downtime? He has. Um, yeah, he's been, he's been lying low. Something's got Jack on the run. Something's got Jack, Jack, like, you know, looking over his shoulder. Hang on a second. Okay, wait, wait, wait. The last thing was in 1904. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Rats. Margaret Thatcher was born in 1925. Okay. Well, that's... <laughs> that can't be her, then. <laughs> And her years of activity. Okay, I, I, it does come to mind. You were talking about how, uh, you know, this this image inspired like Zorro, inspired Batman, went into that. Mm-hmm. The secret identity, and also the mantle that is passed down. Mm. Uh, do you think that Springheel Jack could be a? Uh, <laughs> it's like a banner that's picked up throughout the ages. Yeah, because like if it's a marquee or like. Uh, like the Marquis of Waterford, like that's a position, mm-hmm. you know, that's a title that can be carried on. So if it's a title that can be inherited, then maybe like, you know, the next Marquis of Waterford doesn't know about that. It's also Springheel Jack. And then the next one doesn't. But then the third one like looks at some old papers and it's like, wait, granddad was a fucking Springheel Jack. Oh, I should be that. Springs frighten me. It's time my enemies know my fear. <laughs> yeah. That, and he, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> goes from like kind of the Victorian just outfits and now it's no what we're we now sixties, so it's all hmm. I'm, I'm trying to get the, the feel the the era. Oh it's the Beatles era. It's it's Beatles mania. It's like weird like he like paper clips in some like Nazi scientist and it's like the guy from Hellboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's he's reformed. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he's <laughs> He's just he's just here to make he, weird spring heels. He's not he didn't like all the Nazi stuff when it was happening. In fact, yeah. he helped stop it. In fact, he convinced he, Hitler to kill himself. He's the only good person in no. All right, this is a bad plan. He, he designed the the gun, the, the spring in the gun that killed Hitler. Hitler killed himself with a Joker gun that like it shot out and went through his head and it said bang. A little flag. It went one in, in one ear came out the other one. Uh, but yeah, yeah, no. So. Oh wait, so wait, wait, wait hang hell? on. It comes Okay, hang on. Hitler shoots himself with the Joker gun. It comes out with a little flag and it just says banging banging shice. How <laughs> 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 you say bang in German? Yeah, so uh, so using reform Nazi science, a, a new like outfit identity is crafted for the, the next Spring Hill Jack. Who uh, he was operating out of Liverpool instead. Which is good. I, I think it's good that he's not like back in London. I think people would would make the connections to bad stuff too quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so make a new identity. And uh, what better, what better age of person than the the high school student to have a, a kind of a Spider Man thing going on? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And maybe like this one's more inspired by the Penny Dreadfuls, so he's not like the same guy who was like a weird murderer and like assaulter but is now more of like the Penny Dreadfuls, like Avenger of the Poor thing, and that is why. He joins the popular band, the Beatles. Oh, spreading the message of, uh, you know, giving to the poor? Is that where you're getting at? I mean, I guess. <laughs> well, they, uh, the Beatles uh, eventually went on to, like, kind of positive message of, I don't know, peace and togetherness. Generally. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, per- perhaps that the only thing that you need is, is love. I'm not sure if the only thing you need is money. According to them. Although they do sing about money on several occasions. There is that one song written by George Harrison called The Tax Man. So the labor government at the time passed a uh, tax on high earners like the Beatles, a 95% uh, income tax on unearned income, so like interest and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they wrote a song protesting that because how dare you take my millions? Like, fuck off. <laughs> oh, uh, I see. So they were... <laughs> Uh oh, they were baby boomers. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that 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 tracks. Why can't we all just be together? Don't take any of my money, you fucking swine. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it seems that uh, uh, the, the people that sang uh, the best things in life are free, but you can give them to the birds and the beads. I need money. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I want. Uh, 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 That's what I want. Weren't, didn't have the best intentions in mind <laughs> when it came to financial uh, equality. Imagine no religion, except if you worship me. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's something to to sing to like the the, the biggest uh, group in the world. Mm. I think Springheel Jack yeah. might be able to sort these fuckers out. Oh, I, I think so. I think there'll be a a, a positive uh, enforcement here. Maybe this is where the haircuts come from. He scissor hands it. Ooh, yeah, but, but potentially. I I had another possible theory. Uh, about uh, how Spring Hill Jack could get involved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do, do you remember learning about springs in physics class? Yes! 
<laughs> I, I, I'll feel like this is a uh, like the alternate to uh, was it a, seat, a seatbelts everyone like and Ooh. Adam Adam drops some science. Hey, some, hey, Lemma. some physical science. Yeah, this is a seatbelts everyone. Call it. Take it away, baby. Seatbelts everyone. Please let this be a normal segment with Adam. Probably, yeah. Aw. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, as, as you know, the force of a spring <laughs> involves the spring constants and natural frequency. Mm-hmm. Frequency. Oh. The, uh, the kind of oscillation of power uh, throughout a, a system. Like a frequency of a sound. Exactly. I'm trying to be a child. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, we hear frequencies all the time when we, we listen to music. Hmm. So. Music, like uh, what's a Beatles go- make? Exactly. <laughs> I have a I have a new role. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna I, I'm gonna adopt that next time you seatbelts everyone, everyone. Adoption is a thing where you can have a kid that isn't yours genetically. That's right, but it's expensive and run by Christians. Christians, they want me and all my friends to die. So let's talk about the, uh, uh, but yeah, frequency is the, is what I'm getting at here. Like a sound. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, uh, instead of just a straight up reform Nazi science, Hmm. it's, uh, it's about how, like, you know, yeah, no, what if the, the sound of the Beatles, this beat came from (laughs) Springheel Jack? Hmm. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, uh, in the same way that he crafted the gear that he wears, and you know the I don't know his flamethrower capacities, his uh his moon shoes. He's got uh he was the one that crafted their instruments. Wow! Oh, that's cool <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's some real Hellboy shit. I know. It's like, oh yeah, well, thank God, the guy that that made the atom bombs here to <laughs> he, he constructed this ghost making weapon. Honestly, I feel like Springheel Jack can bring in like some like goth like monster fuckery like my immortal my chemical romance energy like hmm. decades before my chemical romance and like tap a market that no one even knows is there uh, i mean the the beatles which got is on- what i would do with a time machine <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean the beatles did that uh to kind of begin with they tap the market that wasn't really there exactly uh, so uh, whatever they presented as is like acceptable so if they were goth, then it'd be that'd be like part of Beatlemania. According to the thirty-year cycle, if like '90s goth, if like Molgoth took off in the '90s, if you take it back thirty years, it could have also, with the right conditions, happened in the '60s. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, and your your biggest source of proof right here is that back then everything was already black and white. Mm. So it just really. <laughs> So it really lines up. What you got to understand is at the time, nobody was doing this. We were flying by the seat of our pants. It was like the Wild West out there, man. Hi, I'm every documentary that's ever been made about anything. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first, uh, the big Beatles performance that they have. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's like they uh, they could be all, have like, you know, their faces painted white. Ooh. They're kind of, you know... Um, Black wear and attire. Fucking and uh, imagine like the Ed Sullivan Theater, like ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. When I was a young boy, my father took me into the city. 
to sail munging bands. Like, mm, God, I would melt. Absolutely. I- I'm a... <laughs> Uh, Gene Simmons of Kiss says that the Beatles was a, a, hu- a huge point of inspiration for their their band early on. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you know the group of four. Like, like if you look at the, the if you look at Kiss, you can see like this is a a possible like alternate future of the Beatles. Yes, absolutely. Where it's like, I mean, like the Beatles are like so like they were like such a like pop cultural presence with like you know like. You know, their pictures were everywhere, and, like, they were in, like, little, like, animated movies and stuff. They were considered for uh, the vultures in the Jungle Book. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's why they sound like the Beatles, is because they were supposed (laughs) to be. And so, like, when Kiss comes out with, like, 30 different kinds of electric toothbrush that play little snippets of Kiss songs for as long as you're supposed to brush your teeth... Like, I can see where they got that idea from, and then they kind of ran with it and took it too far. I think there's literally a Kiss brand casket. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm going to Google that really uh, quick. But... Oh, I, I I have no doubts in my mind. Uh, but yes, no, it, it's very much that. And the Beatles were never ones to, uh, like, shy away from, like, reinventing themselves. They're very kind of open about their uh, image and impossible, like, you know, looks. I could see, totally see that being the thing there. So maybe, uh, uh, I think you're you're getting into that Springfield Jack could be more of a kind of a wardrobe and image consultant for them. Yes, absolutely. The Kiss Casket is real, by the way. Oh, okay. Let's see here. <laughs> you can... <laughs> can... Can I get my cast? So, so I'm, I think it only counts if you, like, start a fire underneath your grave before you get buried. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because, like... God, this is just so fucking tacky. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't know about this one, Chief. This is like, this is what I'm 99% sure my dad wants to be buried in. It's like, I I get the the imagery, the cool like rock and roll imagery of Kiss and everything. But like, do you want to, (laughs) I don't know if. (laughs) I don't. If when when I die, I want to go into like, I want to go into like a, (laughs) basically a first class to hell casket. There's <laughs> if, that, if you get what I'm saying. I don't think Okay, I don't think Kiss has the power over me that they seem to have over you where you think of them as like badass rock and roll devil people and I think of them as like oh yeah, that's a that's a fucking man who made himself a little kitty cat and put himself on an electric toothbrush. Like <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I don't they don't over me. I'm just looking at the the imagery to me. <laughs> I, having a casket that's just surrounded by flames for all time, it mm. seems, it doesn't seem to bode well, is all I'm saying. I feel more alarmed about the fact that, like, next to the KISS logo, there must be a little, like, rated trademark symbol. I don't want a rated oh, trademark yeah. symbol anywhere <laughs> on my casket, please and thank you. I will not die buried with capitalism like my ancestors were with, like, little pierced shell amulets and shit. Yeah, that's that's some dystopian shit. Ugh. Uh, but yeah, okay. So uh, we we are anti kiss here, pro pro Beatles. Generally, yeah. So all right, the Beatles go through like a lot of uh, a lot of good times. Uh, uh, they they take off. I feel like, and I feel like the Spring Heel Jack is just like another flavor to kind of add to that. Yeah. So I think the Beatles sing a lot about love, a lot about uh, you no know, uh, my my loved one. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and, and stuff like that, which I think is a good direction to take Spring Heel Jack uh, versus the kind of the was it or the uh, the bad side of of uh, those kinds of relationships. It's a bit of give and take. So we got Please Please Me in 1963 with the Beatles in 63, Hard Day's Night in 1964, Beatles for Sale in 1964, Help in 1965. And on the tour for Help uh, in New York, they run into Bob Dylan. This is a pivotal moment in Beatles history. Oh, yeah. Bob Dylan? Yeah. Oh, they meet Bob. <laughs> when, he, when he saw that, was he like, ee? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he was. He was like, ew. <laughs> The Beatles, how are you doing? We're doing fine. How are you? Great, great. Anyway, hey, listen, you're, the civil rights movement is happening. Have you thought about, have you thought about, uh, about, like, making songs that are more important than just, like, you know, I love, love, love to hold your hand. Like, can you just, like, have you ever thought about, like, the bigger world and stuff? That's a good idea. That sounds real groovy. Here's, we should make a bigger world CD. Here's 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 marrow. Here's weed. It's a weed cigarette. Just try it, my man. <laughs> That's okay. No, nothing bad ever happened from one cigarette. Whoa! I, I think I'm do- <laughs> John, Paul, help me out. I'm ringing out. <laughs> hey, boo boo! Something's wrong with the <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> hey. These funky cigarettes are too funky for me, Ringo Starr. One, two, three marijuanas. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah uh, so, uh, so so they uh, are you implying that the that Bob and the Beatles were buds? They were buds, and in, in many senses of the word bud. Uh, <laughs> Bingo. Hey, Ringo, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so all their subsequent albums, like. You can look at the album cover for uh, for Rubber Soul, their sixth album, and just be like, yep, this is the first one that they made after they did Weed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it kind of looks a little wonky. Everything's starting to feel fancy. Like, <laughs> yeah, so yeah. there was like a cross-pollination there where Bob Dylan's music, which was previously like kind of like, you know, for like, I want to say like college age socialists was kind of the idea like college-age leftists and then like uh the beatles was more like you know teeny bopper kind of stuff uh and there was a bit of a cross-pollination there where bob dylan's music got like a little more popular a little more like uh, modern in terms of like uh, clothes he would wear and things and then the beatles meanwhile got like (laughs) fucking into like psychedelic stuff so rubber soul the first album is where we get uh something like day tripper yeah, right. Nowhere Man. Uh, Nowhere Man is a good song for Spring Heel Jack, I think. Oh, let's take a look here. He's a real nowhere man, sitting in his nowhere land, making all his nowhere plans for nobody. That feels a little MCR. Mm-hmm. I gotta make like a, yeah. I gotta, okay, this isn't my new Hero Forge thing, because I gotta make a Black Parade version of Spring Heel Jack. <laughs> Wait a minute! Spring Heel Jack in the actual, in the picture. In the little picture on top of Wikipedia. You know, you see how he's got, like, the little ribcage lined out? Yeah, I do. That looks like the marching band thing from Black Parade. Ooh, you're right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, the, 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 the white, like, kind of skeleton ribs on there. We just worked it out. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was a great, great connection. All right, so anyway, you got uh, Rubber Soul. You got Revolver. 
You got Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, uh, which is my favorite album by the Beatles, I want to say. Uh, that's a good call. I think that's also where we get into some of the more like uh, like psychedelics and stuff. Like Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds famously is supposed to be an acronym for LSD. Ah. Uh, they claim that that's not on purpose, but what's ours? J-H-S. That's nothing. I'm looking through the uh, the Sgt. Pepper uh, cover for Spring Hill Jack right now. He might be in there. He, he, he really might. He really, really there, might. There's at least like two or three dead ringers. Hmm. Anyway, so then uh, we move on to uh, Magical Mystery Tour, uh, the White Album, which has my favorite Beatles song, which is Blackbird, also good for Spring Heel Jack. Oh, okay. It's got kind of the wings, Black, Blackbird singing in the dead of night, take these <laughs> so, broken uh, wings and learn to fly. So are you implying that these that Spring Heel Jack was a part of their like history here? I feel As like the, it's so not, they, they they made these songs about him. It's not unreasonable. I I think we're we're painting a really good picture about how how these two guys could intersect. I feel like I see Springheel Jack in here. Yeah. The Beatles are also wearing marching band uniforms on the cover of the Larger Pepper's Colorful Plant. That, that's what got me looking at it. You you mentioned it, and I'm just like, oh yeah, like even if you zoom in on that Wikipedia photo, that Wikipedia like image, you'll see like. Uh, Spring Hill Jack is like mustachioed as well. Maybe this is just more common symbolism than I thought. <laughs> well, even like look at his outfit. He's got the white pants, mm-hmm. like the big black boots. Mm-hmm. Like it looks more marching band than you, you like than you might at first realize. All right. So anyway, uh, uh, Yellow Submarine is released in 1969, and then Paul dies famously. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Uh, it's it's real shame that that happened to him. Natural causes at age forty. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only there's only so much you can do. Natural car crash at age forty. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, so in 1969, there's that rumor that springs up, springs up that uh, that Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by a lookalike with the help of MI5 for some reason. Uh huh. Now, uh, first off, a- I just... a- a- Ali, are you gonna are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, I I figured this would come up if we ever talked the Beatles, but and conspiracy episodes. But do you think that's what, that uh, <laughs> Paul really was dead? <laughs> Paul really was dead, and he was replaced by Springheel Jack. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, hang on, maybe maybe Springheel Jack doesn't have to be the fifth Beatle. He's the he's the second beetle. He already is the fifth beetle. He's yeah. like uh, beetle fi- beetle two part five. Beetle two part two. <laughs> Allie, Allie, look at this cover. Go to the the Jack image on Wikipedia. Blow it up. What do you see here? Uh, he's on top of a gravestone. Uh huh. And there's three figures surrounding him. Oh my god. Oh my god. There's three figures surrounding. <laughs> like what? What more? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we now know that Paul McCartney is actually Springheeled Jack. Yeah, that makes sense. And the Rolling Stones made a song about it. You familiar with Jumping Jack Flash? <laughs> I I am not. I I know the well. Ro- it's all right. The... In fact, it's a gas. <laughs> yeah, I know that. Uh, what the Rolling Stones were another kind of band from England that followed the Beatles format mm-hmm. of uh of, of fame uh but tell me about was this song about uh, tell me about this jack song uh it's a song called jumpin jack flash and uh it's about spring heel jack who replaced paul mccartney actually 
I get you. I don't remember the words. I'm 28. <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> which is older than uh, than Paul McCartney ever got, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. I, 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 um, Still younger than Jesus, though. <laughs> I'm looking through this right here. There's what we got. Yeah, Penny Lane. Mm-hmm. A classic Beale song. Uh, Penny Dreadfuls. Oh, yeah. On a London lane, you know, it's going on here, Long and Widen Road. So everything after 1966, we have to assume, is actually Jack. Yeah, I, I think so, including including to the modern day, right? Including, we have to assume, to the modern day. Yeah, uh, spring Jack springs among us. Damn. Yeah. We're only 44 minutes in. <laughs> well, I think we, we cracked this to the to, to the to T. Yeah. Therapist, therapy animal needs therapy. Needs therapy. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what is your life? <laughs> you just found out that your great granddad did something fucking weird, and you decided I'm gonna do this. Springs frightened me. It's time my enemies share my fear. And then you join the Beatles, and then you replace Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, uh, monster rehab. Yeah, no, he's a he's a beetle now. Yeah, yeah. Has anybody tested how high Paul McCartney can jump? <laughs> Have you ever, Adam? Adam, Paul McCartney. Right, he's been a legendary pop cultural pop cultural figure all our lives. Have you ever seen him jump? I have never seen his feet leave the ground. You've never seen his feet leave the ground, and you know why that is? Because he can jump so crazy high that people would notice something was wrong. Yeah, he's lived to eighty. You know that's that's old. That's old. If you can live to eighty, who's to say you can't live to two hundred and forty? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. He spent sixty years cracking all these like musical melodies and lyrics. You know. Name that baby. Um, I'm so, I'm sorry. What's it's time for? <laughs> is this it's, a new segment. It's time for it's time for a segment that we've done at least twice called Name That Baby. Oh, oh, from uh, the Diablo job. Yes. All right. So John, Paul, George, Ringo, Springheel, Jack, the whole thing, and George R. R. Martin. You have to choose one of those six names to name your hypothetical child after. Go. Oh, okay. So, uh, I, I gotta, uh, can I go with any last names from the lots or does it have to be one of the first names? Um, full names, full names as first names. Oh, okay. I was gonna say, I like the idea of Leonard Lemma. It's, it's, it's kind of real fun. People will think you are a communist. Uh, fair enough. Uh, so in that case, I'm gonna go Ringo. We should tweet that to Ringo star. I feel like you would really appreciate that. Ringo of the of the various Beatles and Springheel Jack, I'll name my child after you. Uh, how about you? Which would you pick? Um, do, 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 do. George R. R. Martin, uh, Hamiak. All right, fair enough. Maybe it should be it should be Springheel Jack Hamiak, so it rhymes. Oh yeah, that's good. Oh, would you consider George Martin Hamiak? Um, George Martin Hamiak. That sounds too normal. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I gotta, well, I gotta pick something funny, you know, for the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. All right, so let's uh, let's ring go to the final rating place, where we put uh, Springheel Jack uh, in his grave where he belongs after two hundred some years. That Paul sounds like a good John Dia to George <laughs> Go Star. So I, I I must say, I must start with this, that I do not approve of the actions of Springheel Jack. 
You should not harass folk. You should not harass folks. You should not assault women. These are bad things to do. You shouldn't assault anybody, really, but especially not, like, picking out a specific group of people. Right. And, uh, I... <laughs> but uh, that said, the, the Sprinkle Jack of ours, our, like, kind of, you know, great, uh, our grandson of the figure who's trying to make good on his family name. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's a, that's a vigilante I, I could get behind. I feel like if, like, Zoro and Batman didn't take off, we'd see this character more in pop culture. I think so. What do you call it? Spring, like, spring-heeled could be a, uh... <laughs> kids are throwing spring-heels around. Mm. Like, jumping on spring-heels down at the park. Moon boots would get way more popular. Absolutely. Moon shoes? What are they called? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think high heels and, and, and springed heels would be the new fashion of the of Beatles mania. Mm. Spring heels would be fun to wear, actually. Yeah, I, I think that a whole uh, a whole look of a generation, and yeah, who knows what would be in now if the you know if kind of this goth, if goth stuff started back in that in the sixties. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, we'd be. In, <laughs> I for some reason I'm just very disappointed by the fashion of of twenty three. Mm. Yeah, I, I, just, I, I just want to be something crazy. I want it to look like the future. I want to wear a, a silver jumpsuit. Well, according to the Met Gala, I'm pretty sure uh, the um, the fashion of 2023 is a surprisingly realistic cat costume worn by Jared Leto. Yeah, I was upset to learn that that was Jared Leto behind that. That was very sad. Yeah. Adam, have you ever worn heels for any reason? I I don't think so. I've I've had some like kind of fancier shoes with a little bit more lift to them, but that's about it. Hmm. I, I how, how is it? It's really easy to walk in. It's not hard at all. Everybody was lying. <laughs> oh okay. Let me put it this way: I uh, like I wore some heels out one time to this bar, and uh, and me and my friend Claire were like joking about how I was going to trip over myself a million times. I tripped over myself once before we left in Claire's apartment, Mm -hmm. and then twice after I had taken the heels off at the end of the thing, and we were walking home, and I was wearing regular shoes. (laughs) So, what does that tell you? (laughs) Yeah, I I think it helps if you don't stop. Mm. Just keep keep going, and you're, you're good. That might be it. It might be like an ankle weight situation. Yeah, or momentum. Momentum keeps you going. Hmm. Yeah, so I, I I will say that uh so Spring Hill Jack, the vigilante that we've constructed, I think is a, a nine out of ten monster. Uh the Spring Hill Jack that we invented is pretty dope. Just like a cool rock and roll goth <laughs> with slasher aesthetics. This is a great character to add to our little canon here. Uh I'm gonna rate him five out of five Beatles. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> step aside. <laughs> the bring the big gang back together. Yeah. Yeah, so thank you for joining us for this rockin' good time. Oh. Uh, oh my god, oh, I just yeah. remembered something. What's that? It's a new month. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, let's uh we have a we have a monthly theme to uncover. Yeah. Uh this month's theme is Vengeance Demons. Vengeance Demons. <laughs> Which hell yeah. Again, I, I think we're right on top of that. I think we accidentally nailed it perfectly. We did. With uh, it, it's vengeance for good. 
And a de- a, the the image of a demon, the Spring Hill Jack, uh, repairing the image of his uh, of his ancestors. Oh, did the Beatles have any songs about revenge? You ask forgiveness, I, I give you sweet revenge. I'm a demon down in hell. I'm a demon down in hell, and I want my revenge. You can't escape my terrible claws. <laughs> this guy. It's been a cold day in hell. And I've been working. Paul is dead. <laughs> I was supposed to say that backwards. <laughs> and I am dead. No, him rich. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for joining us for this uh, for, for this outing to the 60s. Uh, share, share the podcast with a friend. Uh, we, uh, we've got a, a lot of new listeners that have been going through our old episodes, too. So if you haven't, we have a whole history, a hundred some uh, great times. So check them out. Yeah. One of the people uh, that has been following us are Dylan and Dalton from uh, from uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark Universe? It's a project that they're doing where they have definitely for real, for sure, been hired by Universal to uh, revitalize <laughs> the dark universe. Uh, the shared universes of all of Universal's uh, horror movies, uh, like, uh, you know, Wolfman and Dracula and uh, The Mummy, which was actually made and all that. Right, right. It's a, it's a great quality program. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, I started uh, their fan wiki, and uh, I recommend go checking them out. They gave us a shout out in their episode. I recommend going to check them out. And also, um, maybe check out that wiki and give it a little bit of love, because I need to... Uh, get on update and all that <laughs> so, so my question for you is do you think they have to stop because of the writer's strike oh <laughs> I, I mean they were they were like hired for real right they were like, definitely this... hired for real for sure and they definitely don't want to be scabs oh man they might have to take a hiatus <laughs> so i can catch up on the wiki i mean i don't know all right well hey dylan and dalton my loves tank your podcast <laughs> All right, well, uh, uh, check them out. Uh, check out some of our old stuff. And we are getting out of here. Engaging springs. Spring away! Boing! Boing! Black bed <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, that was good.